I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with coach Matt Buttermore. Thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here. Yes, we're excited to hear from you today and get to know you better. You can tell us about some of the highs and lows of your season. Highs and lows. Oh, we, we had quite a few. I think the one of the highs we finished up with was upsetting uh, South Dakota. They had a great season. They, uh, one last season up until that point, we upset them in the conference semifinals and, and a, a really close match. Um, I think we had a, a string of matches where we won uh, – three or four, four or five matches in a row in, wow. in straight sets in the heart of our conference season. Um, beat a, we beat a power five uh, in Clemson early in the year, uh, almost beat Kansas State. And so we had some, uh, some exciting moments there. So that's awesome. Yep. We did have a couple with a couple runs of a couple losses in conference that were, were probably our lows. So a little bit of up and down, uh, some opportunities we took advantage of and others that we, we, we missed out on. Well, and I don't know. I think that's, that's awesome that you had such a good season because I don't know, it's fun to hear, you know, coaches talk about the highs and lows of their season because there's so much behind, you know, the, the record that goes into it. And I, I can tell that you guys just, you worked hard to get where you're at. And so, I don't know, I'm impressed with that. So thank yeah, you there's sure. a lot that goes into that stuff. It's, uh, you know, kind of the, the fun thing about our job is we have all these performance reviews in the fall, which I like, you know, it kind yeah. of tells we're on the right track. But um, but it's only the tip of the iceberg, as, as anybody who's played or coached knows. So. Oh, no, it's so true. It's so true. There's so much behind the scenes that we don't even see. It's so true. And What's your story of how you got to be a coach? Um, so uh, I played men's volleyball at the University of Finley. They used to have a program um, for about six years. I was in the middle of four. Uh, and I coached club one year, did a terrible job, and said <laughs> that I would never coach again. And um, uh, when, we, when I got out of college and moved back to Lincoln, uh, and there's a, a couple in Lincoln that basically – talked me into coaching for like two or three years. And finally I said, yes, and, uh, a club called high flyers in Lincoln. We had a, a great little 15s team. I think we got, um, tied for fifth or eighth or however they worked that out. Rhodes, great group of, of girls and kind of got hooked on it. So, uh, really basically by accident is how I got into coaching. And then, um, was able to coach part-time at Concordia University here in Nebraska. It's an NAI school and then did a full-time assistant at Bellevue University and then on the Hastings College from there. So um, really just lucky and uh, was drug into it kicking and screaming originally. <laughs> wow. Hey, look at that. I love it. I love hearing these stories because everyone's story is so different. I love how it started out. You started with that club team and then, you, I don't know, you just you came back around and now it's like – Sounds like an awesome profession you have. So I'm just, I'm glad that you, you ended up where you are, you know, despite it being what you called an accident. Oh yeah. If you asked me 20 years ago, uh, if, I could, if I could see me doing this right now and being where I am, I would, I would probably shudder and not, not be excited about it. I don't know, but, <laughs> uh, but here we are. So, and I just can't imagine doing anything else. So 
Oh, no, that's amazing. And I love how you said you can't imagine doing anything else because, you know, you love it and you're where you're supposed to be. And so I'm glad that your team has you and I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that you are a coach and that you guys are doing so well. So I don't know. Thanks for sharing that with us. What's one of your most memorable travel experiences that you've had? Oh, I've been pretty lucky. Um, I was able to go to, so my senior year of high school, we had an exchange student on our, on our juniors team here in Lincoln or there in Lincoln. And, um, and he was from Brazil. So a couple years later when uh, we're in college, he's obviously living back in Brazil. He's graduated high school and, uh, we went and spent two weeks down there, uh, and it was two weeks or 10 days. Actually, I don't remember. Um, what <laughs> I think it was two weeks, actually. Good. Uh, me and a couple other friends went down and stayed with him and his family, and I uh, was able to, uh, he lives in Sao Paulo, and uh, we got to see a little bit of the country. We didn't go all over the country or anything, but just we experienced Sao Paulo in a place called Ubatuba, and that was pretty cool. Uh, some buddies of mine did a kind of a classic west coast trip we went and hiked down to the bottom of the grand canyon um and stayed at uh, lake havasu falls and lake havasu yeah. um, kind of uh did a two night stay there and did some other stops all the way to the california um with uh, kind of watching the gas and the gas money and we all had only so much money to go out there on so that was uh, an interesting trip um where else uh, volleyball wise, um, one of the more interesting things I've done, uh, when I was at Bellevue, we did, a uh, we were at Savannah, Georgia for a tournament and we did a, um, they have a ghost tour or a horse car, you're in a horse drawn carriage and it's like a, a historical, uh, haunted tour kind of thing. It was really cool. <laughs> I recommend it if you're in town. So it's a great, great city. Um, you know, a couple of Disney trips were fun with uh, a couple different teams uh, I've taken. Um, so I've uh, been lucky on some of the cool places I've been able to go. Oh, that's amazing. No, I love, I don't know, I love hearing travel plans and like, I don't know, just the places you've been because there's so much in the world and there's so much to see. And it sounds like you've seen a ton of it. So that's, that's lucky for you, especially like the sport of volleyball takes us so many places. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's something that keeps giving, whether it's because of your effort or sometimes you just get lucky. But um, when you're hopefully doing a good job, you, you get a little reward here and there. And one of those can be travel. So It's true. It's so true. And um, I guess despite the circumstances we're in right now, um, I'm curious, what are your, some of your next travel plans? Next travel plans. Well, uh, ironically, we were planning on playing staying pretty regional this next uh, semester. Our family had some travel plans, and, that, and those got upended. But um, we were my wife and I were going to go to Mexico this this spring, and then um, we plan on taking the family to Disney World in the winter. But I don't know if, if that's going to happen now or not. So uh, we are trying to work on a foreign tour for our volleyball program. Uh, so we had a kind of a fundraising timeline set out for that and we'll see what, uh, uh, and kind of we're planning on looking at going to Italy. So, uh, oh, obviously that might be changing or maybe a lot of it can stay the same. We'll see what the next six months bring in the term, in the world of college athletics and, and in the world itself. And, um, hopefully for, for all involved, uh, things, uh, for the safety of all involved, things can get back to normal. The people can start healing up and. Uh, staying healthy and uh, we can 
get back to normal. Oh, no, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's, it's so true. I, um, I hope things heal up quickly, but that's going to be such a fun time for you guys. I, I don't know. I think that's so fun that you've, you've been so many places and you have, you know, fun plans ahead. There's so much, there's so much to be seen. So that's awesome. And I guess um, this next question I have for you, it's more of a personal one, but what's something that we don't know about you? More of this one. I, I still don't have anything. Um, my favorite <laughs> TV show is Justified. How about that? Oh, hey, that is something. Look at that. <laughs> well, now you know the important thing. For those athletes that are wanting to play for a team or university someday, what would your advice be to them? You know, I think uh, I was tell athletes, you know, pick, you know, five to ten schools that you can see yourself at and uh, try to get in contact with those coaches. We do, we do get a lot of emails and stuff, so if you can stay consistent. Um, if you can send uh, just personal emails, not part of your recruiting service or anything like that, um, it can help uh, stand out a little bit. Uh, you know, and obviously training and, and doing your best, but, uh, you know, things uh, I know we look for on our staff are, are things that are in athletes' control, you know, besides their God-given abilities. Um, what can they control on the course? Or are they good teammates? Um, uh, are they are they listening to their coach and their coach is giving feedback? Um, you know, obviously grades, you know, not, not necessarily test score, but you're just your GPA and things like that. Are you, can you manage your schedule and, and get good grades in high school? So, um, you know, those are, you know, huge things that, uh, I think everybody knows a little bit, but they get wrapped up in some of the other recruiting uh, hustle and bustle that goes on. But uh, really, you know, we want solid people that are going to learn uh, and, and be great teammates for four years. So, um, you know, that's, you know I w- that's what I would recommend. Oh, no, that's so true. It's like you're describing a well-rounded athlete. And I think that's important, too, like, because they're student athletes, there's a lot more that goes into it than just the talent. They have to be good people and um, have good work ethic. Work yeah, ethic. for sure. And I guess the other thing I would say is, you know, we, you know, we want good learners. So, you know, when you get some feedback and practice, make sure you're trying to try it. You know, don't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. It, you got to get comfortable making mistakes um, and, and not just, you know, that doesn't mean be okay with making mistakes, but you got to make mistakes so you can learn. So um, when your coaches give you some feedback or maybe you see something at a camp, you know, give it a try and, and be intentional about it and learn how to be a good learner. Okay. That didn't quite work. Were you paying attention to how you moved, uh, how you contacted the ball? Uh, I think a lot of players and, and coaches don't really think about those things very much. So, um, that'll help you accelerate your learning and the best learners over the course of a career are going to, are going to push their talent, uh, the farthest. So, uh, how, how good of a learner are you? Oh, no, that I, that's so true. Learning. It's so important. And, and especially for any student athlete wanting to, you know, go far and keep learning and keep growing. So no, and that applies to just life. Cause they're, you're only an athlete for what, four years. If you stop playing, you know, after your, your school, but, no, it's true. Thank you for sharing those insights with us today. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Morgan. Like, you know, if you if you can do learn how to do that in volleyball and you can transfer that into what you do after college, you know, we, we tell our recruits and our players, well, the most important thing for us is, you know, our players um, believe that they can improve their lives and the lives of others when they, when they leave Omaha. And, you know, if you can learn how to learn, you're going to be able to do that. So uh, that's, that's really important. That's a good point. Oh, 
no, I know. It's amazing. I don't know. I've loved, I've loved listening to your insights. And so I guess my, the last question I have for you is like, what are you most excited for, for this upcoming season? Just playing volleyball. <laughs> we're excited yeah. to train. Uh, we thought we were on a good uh, track this spring, uh, you know, with our, with our training, both uh, in the weight room and on the court. Um, so we're just excited to get back at it as I'm sure the rest of the country is. Oh, I know it's, it'll be so exciting. And like we talked about, I don't know. I think teams are going to be super motivated to play and get on the court and I'm excited for your guys' upcoming season. So I don't know. Thank you so much for joining us today, Matt. It's been, it's been a blast listening to your insights, your travels, your team, and just the things you had to share with us. Thank you so much. Glad to do it. Thank you, Morgan. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.